0: just after nine o'clock good morning this is bernie radio 103.9 fm and coming up at nine thirty is the sunny Melindres show but the inspirational hour begins now with god and our dogs with meg greer the following is sponsored by god and
1: our and this is bernie radio rolling, 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 rolling live or love the western lifestyle then wheeler's western outfitters and bernie is your dream store hi i'm del garner With 40,000 square feet, find a full line of hats, boots, trendy women's boutique, hunting gear, high-end horse trailers, and feed for your dogs, horses, and livestock. We believe in quality products, honest advice, and friendly service. It is the Wheeler's way of life. That's Wheeler's Western Outfitters IH10 and Bernie or Wheelerstx.com. Discover a new
2: perspective, God and our dogs.
1: Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at godandourdogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer.
2: Welcome to God and Our Dogs, where we discover a new perspective by relying on God the way our dogs rely on us. This is Meg Greer, your host. We will talk with people just like you about the lessons they learned from their dogs about God. You can find us at GodandOurDogs.com on Instagram, and click follow on God and Our Dogs' Facebook page. Our vision on God and Our Dogs is to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does it happen? The same way our other relationships grow. Spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust. Those experiences transform the tie between us. On God and Our Dogs, we share stories giving us insight to time, training, trust, and transformation with our dogs. Stories give us aha moments, helping us see ourselves the way God sees us. Those aha moments bring us one step closer to God as we learn to rely on Him the way our dogs rely on us. Well, today I'm so thrilled to have with us Sheriff Al Aksher and Deputy Michelle Quaid of the Kendall County Sheriff's Department. Sheriff Al Aksher was sworn into office as the Kendall County Sheriff on January 1st, 2013, after serving as a Texas Department of Public Safety Highway Patrol trooper, starting in 1987. Asked why he wanted to be sheriff, Aksher said, I want to help people know that i will make kendall county the safest place to live work and raise a family since taking office he has looked for creative ways to accomplish that goal and we will talk about two of those ways today deputy michelle quaid is a 30-year veteran police officer well she thought she was going to retire but no she moved to kendall county it is heaven after all right and she became a sheriff's deputy Two years ago as a school resource officer and is now the mental health deputy. Sheriff Auksher and Deputy Quaid, thank you so much for joining us on God and Our Dogs.
0: Thank you, Meg, for having us.
2: Well, one of the reasons, main reason we're here today is to talk about one of your creative sheriffs, not really employees, but and not really officer, but we call her K9 Renee. And her job here at the Sheriff's Department relates to the peer support program and also the mental health program. Sheriff, can you tell us about those programs?
0: Well, Meg, let me tell you, after so many years in law enforcement, uh, what is really starting to surface and becoming recognized is that there is a need within the law enforcement community, firing EMS included, that you know when you're exposed to, to so much over a career, and it doesn't take that long, but when you're exposed to so much that we are exposed to that, you know, those kind of things start taking a toll on, on your psyche and on, on your well-being. And so, you know, we had a major incident that happened here a couple of years ago. I lost an officer and um, I knew that one of the most important things I needed to do was to, at that time, as soon as I could, was to take care of my own personnel And so I reached out to my background coming from DPS. I reached out to the peer support people that I knew within DPS and had them here that afternoon. Relating back to that, there's been an awakening, not just through that experience, but through my experience here being a sheriff that, and I think you you start hearing rumblings either locally or statewide and even even nationally that, you know, we, we need to take care of ourselves and we need to take care of our own well-being Sure. So that we can go out and serve those that we are committed to serve and enable to do that. We got we to gotta be at our best emotional and uh, just, just our, our, our psyche. Everything needs to be well about what we are. We're humans. You know, we do a job that and we experience things that most people don't experience. And as a result of that, one of my major objectives for the office is to uh, start a program that will support ourselves um, spiritually, emotionally, physically, our own wellness, and starting and implementing programs so that we can um, have our own peer support program put in place, so that we have that available to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so, Renee is a big part of that. Having having Renee at the office, I don't know that anybody would argue that dog or a animal, but um, uh, especially a dog. People are so attracted to dogs. And so Michelle came upon some folks that supply these dogs and we um, applied and we have Renee with us today. So that's one facet of what we're trying to do here at the Kino County Sheriff's Office.
2: Yeah. Deputy, what inspired you to get involved in the mental health aspect of law enforcement?
3: You know, I never, I can't say I ever really thought about, we deal with mental health day in and day out um, as a law enforcement officer. But in all my years before I actually became a mental health deputy, I did not realize how broken the system was when it came to mental health and how many people truly struggle with mental health in every community. Um, We're aware it's there, but there's such a stigma wrapped around that people don't like to talk about it and Like I said, until I actually became a mental health deputy and focused on this line of work, I was clueless. And um, it was a real eye-opener for me. And I'm glad I was one that sheriff trusted me to lead this program because it's totally new for our agency. But I was glad that God led me this way because he's ultimately the one behind it, and it fits. I have found a new passion in my career uh, with law enforcement, it's made me want to get more from it. So now I'm going to school to become a counselor. Um, and I plan on using that counseling licensing for the sheriff's office the best way I can. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I don't think I'll ever give up law enforcement mm-hmm. to in October of 2019 was when we officially jump started our mental health program here. And then we were just getting it going COVID hit, so that kind of put a damper on stuff. But one of the things I do as a mental health deputy is I respond to crisis calls. Uh And I sometimes, in certain situations, may have to do what's called an emergency detention, where somebody is in such a state where, for their safety and for maybe the safety of others, they need to go to the hospital, be assessed by licensed professional psychiatrists clinicians and they determine if that person needs to be held for inpatient or outpatient treatment and uh, one of the times i was at the bernie methodist er here in town with a patient i came across a gentleman there that works with the methodist hospital system and he had a service dog with him oh how interesting yes and he was not there for the patient's He was there for the staff in the ER. We forget that, you know, it's not just law enforcement, but the doctors and the nurses and them, that everyday traumas and stuff they deal with in the ER. So, of course, when I saw his dog, it was a beautiful yellow lab. Her name was Lady. I had to go pet the dog. You know, you can't bring a dog or any animal around me and me not say, okay, I'm going to go pet this. (laughs) They're hard to resist. Yes, Yes, they are. They're extremely hard to resist, especially if you're a big animal lover. And... I got to talking with him, and he told me about this program because what Lady was was a facility dog, and he got her through the Service Dogs, Inc. out of Dripping Springs. And once he told me about the program, I made contact with the facility. I got with the sheriff, and they were invited to bring some dogs here so the dogs could be introduced to everybody. They could see how everything worked and what the program was about, And then Sherry Soltis with Service Dogs, Inc., she's actually the co-founder, came, introduced herself, and told us more about the program. And so we applied for a grant to get a service dog, and it took about almost a year total with everything and different stuff, but then we were awarded Renee about six weeks ago. Oh, cool. Yes.
2: A, A great addition. So what kind of training does Renee have for this program and what kind of training do you and the other deputies need to have in order to work with Renee?
3: Okay. With Renee, she actually from when she was born at nine weeks old, she was put with a puppy trainer. And what they do is they start treating her and handling her a certain way and giving her basic trainings to prepare her to be a service dog. And she was initially, um, being trained to lead the blind, and a statue got in the way for she, for poor Renee. She got scared of a statue, so didn't quite make the uh-huh. um, the school for service dog for leading the blind. But worked great for us and our first, our sheriff's office because that's when I was told we have a dog for you. Uh huh. So Renee is learning to socialize now, whereas before, as a service dog to guide the blind, she's not supposed to socialize. And I did have to go to Dripping Springs to the facility to train with her there. And at least once a week, they send a trainer from the Service Dogs, Inc. here. And that trainer works with me and Renee just to see if there's any hiccups, anything going on, concerns. And she stays on top of everything with us to make sure we're moving smoothly along. In three weeks, not three weeks, in three months, I have to test with her. Mm-hmm. To make sure we're doing what we're supposed to do, because it is a daily training. I take time during my work day, even if it's just 20, 30 minutes, to work with her on her skills, her obedience training and stuff. So in six months, I have to test again, and then in a year is when we do our final testing, where that's where we get certified together. Oh, as that's a team. exciting. Yes.:
2: Yeah, so who, who certifies you as
3: a team? It's through the Service Dogs Inc. I see.
2: Well, very neat. Well, before we talk a little bit more about the future duties for K9 Renee uh, and her work here at the Sheriff Department, I'd like to tell you and our listeners a little bit about one of our great sponsors, Wheeler's Western Outfitters. Well, Wheeler's Western Outfitters in Bernie is your holiday dream store with a full line of hats, boots, a women's boutique. Men's and kids clothing too. Save all Thanksgiving weekend. Check out the Christmas extravaganza scheduled for December 11 from 12 to 4 with Cowboy Santa and even a snow slide. Celebrate Christmas season with fun and savings, Wheelers Western Outfitters IH 10 and Bernie or WheelersTX.com. We have great sponsors here on God and Our Dogs. Wheeler's Western Outfitters, Cibolo Family Medicine, Kendall County Abstract, The Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning, and Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital. Because of them, we get to give one of our lucky listeners a $100 Amazon gift card treat each month. So go to our website godnardogs.com to enter. The winner will be announced there at the end of each month. That's godnardogs.com for an Amazon gift card treat.
0: Discover a new perspective, God and our dogs. Hey,
3: this is Cece Smith, and you're listening to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer.
2: Welcome back to God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host, and our guest today are Kendall County, Texas Sheriff Al Aukshire and Deputy Michelle Quaid. Before the break, we learned about the Peer Support Program and the Crisis Intervention Mental Health Program that the Sheriff's Department has, and how integral the canine aspect will be in those programs. So tell us a little bit about how you've already seen canine Renee make a difference in the Sheriff's Department, Sheriff.
0: Well, Meg, I don't think anybody would argue that when you have an animal introduced into a facility that uh, it brings a different spirit amongst people, and they open up, and sometimes they act like kids, and, and you know, it's just it's just a release mechanism so that, you know, they just react to Renee, pet Renee, and, and uh, Renee has made her way around, and she gets spoiled, and there's no doubt about that. Some of us that have some treats for her, she knows where the treats are, and she'll come right to the right to the drawer in the desk where she knows they're located. It's just a mechanism and a tool and uh, a spirit that, that certainly has an influence or is influenced by, by Renee. And so it has, it has a huge impact. It, mm-hmm. You can't really measure that. You can't say that these are successes or whatever, but it's there, and uh-huh. you know it's there. Yeah.
2: Are you all familiar with um, any other law enforcement agencies that are using a facility dog like Renee?
0: Specifically a facility dog? I am not. You know, you know canines are not um, uncommon in, in the police world. Um, you know, they're used for uh, different purposes, mostly drug detection. Uh, but they're, 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 they're very useful tools. But as far as for the purpose of, uh, you know, the wellness of the office, um, it's not that popular yet. And I have read of places that, that do that. But I, I personally am not aware. And locally, or even throughout the state, I don't know of, of uh-huh. I'm sure they're out there, but I don't know of any.
3: And with SDI, I know we're the first law enforcement agency for um, service dogs, Inc., you provide a facility dog, so we're kind of a beta program for them, too, yeah. with this.
2: Well, it's really exciting that something like that is happening here in Kendall County and um, that we could potentially inspire other law enforcement agencies to have a facility dog like Renee, and so it'll be really exciting to see how things develop with her and the results that you are seeing and experiencing. What about the mental health program? Has she been able to go on any calls at this point? She's still pretty new.
3: Yes, um, she has, and she's been very beneficial in those calls. I, I don't even have to direct her. It's just automatic for her. Oh, how interesting. Um, and it's funny because here at the office, you know, she's socializing. Like I said, it's new for her. And so we're trying to get her into that, and sometimes I tell her she's being a snob because she'll pull away or whatever. But it's it's funny how when I've taken her on calls, there's none of that. She's like there. Um, I even had a, a, one particular incident um, where a patient was taken to Bernie ER in crisis, and she laid up on the bed and comforted the lady, and it was a good And I remember the doctors and the nurses and everybody looking in and smiling. So it brought something very positive to a bad situation. And um, that's probably been the most critical one she's been on with me. But she's had others, and she interacts extremely well with children. Uh She does go with me into the community. Um, There's one particular church I work security at on Sundays where she goes. And so I use that one as more of a come in. She's socializing with a lot more people and she does absolutely wonderful. She sits at the door and greets everybody and I don't even have to tell her anything when it comes to the kids. She's all about them.
2: Yeah from my um, prior work on the Kendall County Child Services Board I know that it's a real challenge for deputies and other law enforcement officers to arrive on a scene and their children that are there on the scene and are very confused and upset um, I can really see how that would be beneficial.
3: Yes, Yeah. absolutely.
2: Yeah. Has she been on any follow-up calls with you? Yes, she has, uh-huh. what um, are, just a few. Yeah. What kind of calls would those be as compared to a crisis call?
3: My follow-up calls is usually after I've assisted a person or a family, whether it's just been where they've contacted me as a resource um, because they're dealing with somebody with mental illness or drug addiction or something of that sort, And I reach back out to them just to check and see how things are going. So those are usually like phone calls. Um, But there's times when I go to someone's home because maybe there was a suicide attempt or something previously. So I want to do a more in-person, face-to-face contact with someone who has been in that kind of crisis. So I do home visits. As long as they're willing to meet with me, it's nothing that's forced on them. Um, And she'll go with me. To visit and of course I make sure that it's okay and I have to pay attention if they have animals and how their animals are going to be be affected if there's going to be I got cuz ultimately Renee's safety is priority. Right. So far it has not been an issue and it's a learning program for all of us, a learning curve I should say, but it's worked out very well.
2: I can see that. And you're so right, both of you have talked about how a, a dog changes the atmosphere, so to speak. Yes. And it really makes me think about Jesus and his promise to his disciples right before uh, his crucifixion that he would send someone after him. And he was described as a comforter. So I, I, I looked that up, and a comforter includes someone who comes alongside us. Maybe they're a mediator or an intercessor or a helper or a just outright give comfort. Um, Sheriff and deputy, how do you, this kind of paints a picture to me of how that makes your job easier uh, to be a comforter if you have canine Renee with you.
3: Um, for me, it's it definitely makes it easier. Um, just yesterday I was visiting with a gentleman who I was not sure if he would, want to visit with Renee because he is experiencing some grieving for he lost his cat to a dog attack. So I kept her in the car, and once he knew about her, he was all about her coming out, and he played with her, and just everything you saw, he was laughing and happy to see her, and his voice, you know, we all talk differently when we're interacting with animals, and that change happened for him too. Mm -hmm. Um, So... It's uh, it definitely makes a big difference. And one of the things I don't I wear plain clothes, I'm not in uniform just to keep some of the stress down when someone's in crisis. The last thing you want to do is have a badge and a gun in their face and that authority. Right. Um, So having her there adds to that. It makes everything so much calmer. You know, and they see a dog. They may feel like they can talk to the dog, but they can't talk to me about certain things. And I'm okay with that.
2: Yeah, there's, there's a way we can interact with our dogs, yes. isn't there? It's just sometimes it's even no verbal. You don't even have to talk to them. They just know. Right. Yeah. If
0: I can elaborate just a little sure. bit on that, Meg. This is this is really a new concept and a new idea. This is when when um, uh, we first started with this idea of bringing in a facilities dog, Um Anybody that knows you know, one of my passions is to to try to find solutions and avenues or resolution to mental health issues that we experience in the community. It's, it's more prevalent than people realize. There was a, an enlightenment to that as I became sheriff. But as we began this program, I think we can all agree that a facility's dog, Certainly can bring some things to the office and and help with tension or you know just the the environment of the office itself. But then when the idea came up with that, I asked about what about a tool in dealing with a crisis situation. Um, and and so with that being said, they had never thought of that either. So we're on the cusp of something that might be new here. We may be on the frontier of of starting something that hasn't really been thought of and, and been done before. So there's a lot of things that we don't know yet that that I'm certain good, positive things are going to come of all this when, mm-hmm. as Renee continues to go out into the community and uh, serve the community as well right? You know, as part of the sheriff's office.
2: Well, I'm excited that we're here at the beginning with you, and I look forward to perhaps coming back in a year or so and see what kind of difference that canine renee has been able to make and what your observations are
0: well we would certainly uh, look forward to that
2: great well um before we close the show today i'd like to ask you sheriff how can the kendall county citizens be supportive of the sheriff's office and other of our first responders
0: meg i have to tell you that um you know even tomorrow i'll be going to a function um, and there's an organization that's going to be giving us a breakfast and supporting our efforts. Everywhere I go in this community, there's no question that the people that make up this community certainly support their first responders. Police, fire, EMS. It was undoubtedly displayed when I lost my deputy a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. So this is a very, very supportive community. But the cool thing is, is that's what we have here at home. It, 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 it would benefit other communities that don't experience what we experience here so that um, Maybe as you go out and travel, to go see family and friends for the holidays that are fixing to come up here shortly, uh, even going into San Antonio, if you see somebody in uniform—police, fire, EMS—just go up to them and thank them for what they do, because right. they're humans just like you. They had to get up in the morning, put their you know pants on, whatever. They're humans. They got issues just like you do. We all experience life as it is thrown at us, but they have made a choice to serve, and um, so just give thanks. Mm-hmm. That would be huge. You'd be amazed what that does for folks. Yeah,
2: Taking that Kendall County spirit with us when we leave is really important. Absolutely. Well, Sheriff, thank you so much for taking time out of your day, and same with you, Deputy. Um, Thank you for being with us on God and Our Dogs. We really appreciate it and look forward to meeting with you soon again to find out what's happening with Canine Renee.
0: Well, thank you for having us. Absolutely. Our pleasure.
2: Great. Well, thanks to all of our listeners for being with us today. I really appreciate you. And you can listen again on the God and Our Dogs website or on your favorite podcast site. And please click and follow us on God and Our Dogs on our Facebook page. And if you have a neat story about God and your dog, please send it to stories at godandourdogs.com. So join me next week for some new perspective on how we can learn how to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us.
0: Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs, God and our dogs dot com.
1: Live or love the Western lifestyle, then Wheeler's Western Outfitters and Bernie is your dream store. Hi, I'm Dell Garner. With 40,000 square feet, find a full line of hats, boots, trendy women's boutique, hunting gear, high-end horse trailers and feed for your dogs, horses and livestock. We believe in quality products, honest advice and friendly service. It is the Wheeler's way of life. That's Wheeler's Western Outfitters IH10 and Bernie or Wheelerstx.com.